0: You know, I got, I caught a lot of slack for that when we first started, cause they're really? like, oh, they're, they're like children. They shouldn't be around alcohol. And it's like, no, they're not children. They're adults. Um, and as long as it's medically okay to do so, they can have a beer.
1: Welcome to the craft beer travel and adventure podcast with living a stout life. This is where we sit down with creative thinkers on the road, adventurers and craft beer lovers. Your hosts Ken and April live, work and travel in a 24 foot RV in search of inspiring stories, around a great beer. Hello, peeps.
2: Hey, hey, hey. We're out in nature. We're we're... recording from Salida, Colorado. Yeah, we talked about Salida, Colorado a little while back, a few weeks ago, but we weren't actually in Salida when we talked about it, but now we're there talking about something else.
1: We're in Salida, but we're actually, uh, our interview to this week was though in Inglewood, Colorado, so a suburb of Denver, and it's kind of sad because I wasn't there.
2: No, you had to do work things.
1: Yeah, I actually had to make some money. But I was teaching online, so it was cool. <laughs> Anyhow, we were talking, or you, Kenny, were talking with um, Tiffany.
2: from At Brewability Lab.
1: Brewability Lab.
2: Yeah, that was pretty cool. That Because it's a pretty cool concept that I um, haven't seen anybody else doing. Not just in brewing, but there aren't many businesses that I know of doing the same idea. Yeah, Tiffany and
1: doing, so. her partner... Um, Tanner,
2: Tanner, Tiffany's yeah.
1: like the owner and the manager. And then Tanner's the brewer. They, um, they call it, they bill it as an inclusive
2: brewery. Yes. All inclusive of all abilities.
1: Yeah. So we'll let, she explains it. She goes, yeah. she does a great job of explaining exactly what it is. And you actually, Kenny, you did a great job of like asking some really good questions, um, <laughs> and just delving deeper into it. And there's some really funny stories in there too. So, or at least one funny, story.
2: funny stories, Emotional, emotional. Not, sad, not sad, just emotional. Yeah, I wasn't crying. I'm I wasn't
1: crying. Kenny always cries. It's easy to get no. him to cry.
2: Not crying. You're crying. So. with that, we should probably just jump right in because you're like, well, what's the concept? So let's just jump right into Tiffany and let her talk about it. So let's just kick things off. Like we're at Brewability Labs, which that is for, if you don't know, a brewery <laughs> for you, those of you out there in podcast land, but. Tell us just a little bit, Tiffany, about what brewability is. I mean, it's a whole different concept than a lot of us are used to in the brewing industry. So tell us just a little bit about what brewability is and I guess kind of how you came about with the idea for it as well.
0: Yeah, so we are an inclusive brewery. We employ adults with intellectual and developmental disabilities. That can include people that are blind, deaf, autism, Down syndrome, cerebral palsy, and terminally ill
2: okay wow so that covers quite a range of challenges to deal with I imagine yeah I mean what what are some of the challenges you've dealt with in just getting a brewery open with um, obviously a very different kind of staff than what we're used to in everyday life I guess
0: yeah you know it it does cost more because um, there's there's just more hands needed Mm -hmm. Um, I have some that require a one-on-one assistance and I have others that um, are pretty much independent and can do it on their own that is the goal you know we want them to be able to be as independent as possible at work
2: so you said that's the goal the goal is not just doing something nice for people right you're yeah, not just not a like trick. we're not a you're charity not here. we're not a nonprofit.
0: Yeah, no. we are not a You're a full on business here yeah if people come in they're oh I feel sorry for them no but so we're the, not that kind of place
2: the goal isn't oh let's bring people in and make the people that have some challenges but or just different abilities than you or I might have but you're actually taking them on a path to just living their best life I think right is <laughs> yeah that the, is that yeah. a good way to put it I don't know I'm
0: I started it after I was let go of a day program, so for those of you that aren't familiar, um, a day program is where a lot of people with intellectual and developmental disabilities go during the day um, to be cared for while their parents are at work or if they're in some sort of group home, um, they have to be able to go somewhere. And, um, you know, they're, they're really hidden put away you know it's you don't see them a lot yes they are supposed to be going out in the community but they're going in groups and it just seems like we're just hiding them from society and so really wanted to do something that puts them front and center of the social scene So obviously social skills are a big deal Um, and so I couldn't think of a better way than to have a brewery because you know it's a community space (laughs)
2: Very social space, um, yeah. for sure.
0: Yeah, and uh, they make really great beer tenders. <laughs>
2: <laughs> is that, um, I, I would assume that, from what you are saying there, is like some of the people that you've got working for you maybe aren't comfortable in a social setting or I have, aren't. I have
0: some that, you know, um, and Nathan's working today. Mm-hmm. He is more comfortable in the brewery setting, yeah. so making the beer. Oh, yeah. um, he will bartend some but um, he's more comfortable kind of in a one-on-one situation um, versus large groups so you just kind of get to know each person, figure out you know, where's their bread and butter. Um, we've got Jose, who has Down syndrome, and he is the life of a party.
2: <laughs> really? He
0: dances and oh, sings, and um, he's a Michael Jackson impersonator. So, so
2: tap room manager? Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Lap? I mean, he is,
0: he, he's out there, and he just loves dancing for people, and he makes a ton of tips, so yeah, <laughs> they've got it figured out.
2: Wow. So, you said that, you have goals for this. Is It sounds like m- most of the people working for you that are not on their own as far as living on their own, in their own Correct, yes. Yeah, so I don't
0: have anyone that's a driver.
2: Okay. Um, so they all have
0: to take some sort of transportation, um, whether it's lifts or accessoride, um, or the parents bring them and drop them
2: off. Is this, um, what you're doing here, is this something that can lead to some of these folks being able to have their own space and live on their own or or is that not really part of the goal?
0: Possibly yeah I have a few that are looking at living on their own it depends on their situation and medical needs and all that they're definitely doing well as far as tips go so (laughs) I think they could be on that
2: direction. What's the biggest difference do you think for you Um, you're obviously coming from the ownership side of it and and spearheading this whole thing, but what's the biggest thing you see as a difference between brewability and just your average craft brewery that that we all know and love? And
0: you know, just just like the other breweries, we are a community space. Um, there are a lot of people that will come in and they have no idea. Um, you know, we do have people with hidden disabilities, so it's not glaringly obvious. You know, if someone has autism, um, okay. and so. You know, it's a, it's a really good opportunity to educate the public. And also for the families that come in. Um, we have a lot of families that bring in their children with disabilities or their adult children with disabilities. Okay. Um, we have customers that come in that are blind or deaf. and um, So you start to notice that things aren't just like every other brewery. Now, I hope that, that other breweries would be welcoming to you know, the special needs community and, um, it just takes a few minor modifications and I'm happy to help anyone out there that, um, is interested in being a little more sensory friendly, you know, having noise cancelling headphones or, um, offering straws for people that, um, I know straws are a big deal with the whole (laughs) environmental thing, but as far as for people with disabilities, it's, it's a need. um, and so it should be available. So there's just a set list of things that they could have on hand
2: mm-hmm. that would
0: really help welcome um, anyone with a disability.
2: And are you talking from the customer side or the or the worker side or both? Both. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. our
0: guys are allowed to have a shift beer just like anybody yeah. else. Yeah.
2: Well, they're all of age, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, you know, I got I caught a lot of slack for that when we first started cuz they really? like, Oh, they're They're like children. They shouldn't be around alcohol, and it's like no, they're not children. They're adults, Um, and as long as it's medically okay to do so, they can have a beer.
2: Is Um, that one of the big misconceptions you see with people? Is they don't? I mean, really, it's. um, I know it's it's new for me seeing this. So, and I don't think of myself as overly judgmental or overly ignorant about things or you know i can't say that i would have thought much differently you know that
0: right
2: like these are fully functioning adult people that are yep. working for you
0: yeah
2: yeah they just have a couple different challenges than you or i might have. we might have a different challenge than they have.
0: and some of them are better at things than i am so oh, you yeah. know we all have Absolutely. strengths and weaknesses and um, well
2: yeah tanner your your partner and also your brewer mm-hmm. was working with nathan earlier and he was telling me yeah um Nathan's really good at details and he keeps me on my toes because Uh like I start slacking on cleaning this or that and he's like no 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 it's got to be better (laughs) yeah
0: yeah I mean there are some OCD tendencies that come with Asperger's um and so but that can be a definite like benefit um I think especially in brewing yeah yeah well and I don't think I was too far off of the mark not to offend anyone out there but uh
2: yeah
0: um I'm sure everybody knows somebody um a brewer that maybe is somewhere on the Asperger spectrum <laughs> you know really detailed
2: um that's actually interesting to kind of say that because I know I've <laughs> talked and yeah I'm, I might be taking you even further down that um not quite appropriate road <laughs> <laughs> but um we've I've talked about that with my wife April before like I think there are a lot of people that fully functioning in society everything oh, yeah. that are probably a little bit on a spectrum you oh, yeah. know <laughs> as as I've learned more about what it mm-hmm. is and how I understand it it's like of course there's probably people that are on a very mild end of a, of the spectrum that they they will never get diagnosed because it's not really an issue right. for them right whereas somebody else who's a little further along might need to figure out, okay, how do I deal with this? What's the issue? I don't
0: I mean if you go to a beer fest you can kinda <laughs> I mean that's a very social place. You can right. you can kinda I pick up on it. So I don't think I missed yeah. the mark. <laughs>
2: so <laughs> you're in the right business. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: I'm kind of jumping backwards a little bit here, but when you said earlier that sometimes when people come in, they don't even really realize that there's anything different here than right. any other brewery they go to does that how does how is that for you is that like kind of a a win for you or or does it even matter um
0: it also depends on who's working obviously if we have a bartender with down syndrome it is pretty obvious um
2: well there's visual cues as well with someone who has down syndrome and and i don't know if it's a
0: win i we want to be treated just like everybody else we don't people to come here out of pity you know they need to come here because it's fun and we have Mm -hmm. good beer um, but it is it is that opportunity to educate um, okay. So there are some people Maybe that don't realize That our entertainment has autism And then, you know, we have had To ask some people to leave Because they weren't being kind
1: really?
0: um, And so, you know I always try to give them the benefit of the doubt right. And explain what we're doing here And if they're, if they're still snickering Or, you know, blatantly mean Then I just ask them to leave
2: I think that's right. I don't, I don't want those vibes in here. So. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, if it, yeah. it sounds like you got out of your way to educate yeah. and try to get people to understand. I am a teacher. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, then too bad April wasn't here. She missed it, but she's actually teaching right now. She's oh, okay. teaching an online class. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. she couldn't be here, but...
0: Yeah, I taught special education
2: for a okay. long time. So that's
0: how all this kind of...
2: So this has been a lifelong thing for you, yeah. pretty much? yeah. Was there something that triggered that for you as far as your interest in it? Is it just something you gravitated towards, or is there someone in your life that triggered um, that? Or? Just in
0: college, I was in a sorority, and our philanthropy was uh, Special Olympics, and so okay. um, I just kind of fell in love with it and um, made it into a career.
2: Is there, like, always someone here who is? Who doesn't have any sort of disability or sort of challenge? I mean, yes. Basically. For safety and for
0: supervision. You know, there are certain skills that are consistently hard for the staff, you know, money skills. Um, We use uh, picture based point of sale. Okay. Um, Make it really simple. All of our beers are the same price (laughs) Um, and they're color coded, so.
2: Does that limit you in the beers that you can offer here, or do you just figure no, no we we'll kind just set of just a price that we can work out. Yeah,
0: I mean we have to be pretty affordable for the area as right. well, just because it is a very like mixed neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why we love it here because there there's hospitals in close proximity. Um, we have low income housing behind us, and half of those people use wheelchairs. Um, so just just being mindful of the neighborhood and being mindful of the staff and um, you have to consider a lot of
2: factors. Well, and this is a fairly new location for you and here in Inglewood, Colorado, for those yeah. that don't know. You should. You should stop by Inglewood, <laughs> Colorado. But you've been around for just a lot I've longer. Like yeah. here, you've been, I think, just a, like, a few months, right? Has it been maybe... Well, so we
0: we bought the building in August, um, and we purchased a uh, brew on Broadway, and mm-hmm. um, so it was already a brewery, so that was really helpful because it's set up that way. Okay. Um, and then we were able to purchase the building with the help of my parents. Okay. Um, so we got really lucky.
2: So you've um, had the building for about a year. Yes. How long has Brewability been open?
0: So we opened here. in October. Okay. Um,
2: I had to redecorate
0: and paint. Cause
2: I'm so again, not far, not too far. A few more, a couple, three more months, and you'll be up on the anniversary here. Yeah. So this is a new location for you. Not a second location, but you you relocated. You had a previous brewery, and you also had a pizza ability, mm-hmm. which was like a sister business, correct? Correct. Like they weren't in the same location.
0: Though. No, I was okay. crazy driving all
2: around town, <laughs> back and forth around. <laughs> I was exhausted. Oh, I bet. I bet. Such
0: a, such a dumb choice.
2: <laughs> so, what happened to cause the move?
0: Well, you know they say location, 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 and mm-hmm. i learning from my mistakes. First go at it, the brewery that we started was out by the airport, okay. um, but it was clear in Northeast Denver, and you couldn't see it from any of the streets. It was like three rows back in a business oh. park, off of a side street, off of a highway. Yeah. I mean, I only walk through traffic with prostitutes, so Yotes. not not not, idea. <laughs> not your ideal clientele. Idea. <laughs> idea. <laughs> well, we had
2: cash, but well, there you go. I mean,
0: cash <laughs> so. is king. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was not not ideal. Um you have to start somewhere. Right. You know, and with limited funding. That's what we could afford at the time. It was right. a brewery. Thought I could make it work. Um it was really tough. People all said, Oh well we wanna come out there. It's just too
2: far. Okay, but that was brewability.
0: Mm-hmm. What about so-
2: pizza ability? The pizza Restaurant because that was in a whole different type of neighborhood, right?
0: Right. So I thought I was gonna hit it big with. Um, so the idea was that we were gonna sell the pizza at the brewery because there was no food out, clear out um, BFE right. where so we you were, just and then it over um, and and... yeah, so we would sell the beer at the pizzeria and sell the pizza at the brewery and it should work, right? Right. Um, so we picked this. We found a turnkey and it's really high end neighborhood. on yeah. um, Cherry Creek.
2: Very, very Very high snooty, end. Snooty. Very upper. yeah,
0: yeah. Um, it was rough. Um,
2: really.
0: It was awful. Uh, they did not want to come eat. They didn't. They didn't trust anything that somebody with special needs touched. Um, so really? they wouldn't eat there. Um, we had a heck of a time. And you know, and then you, you could overhear people as they're walking by saying that's where the retards work. Um, really? Horrible. And my staff heard that and I'd leave there crying every day. They were crying. I mean it just mm-hmm. was... probably it went from like my that's dream location hard. to the worst spot. And so um, That's
2: incredible because you would think that would be the type of neighborhood that oh, you would, very you would accurate, do really well. It's but a lot of people with money with and I think it's a combination of things.
0: Uh, you know, rich people don't eat carbs. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know, you know. Champagne and caviar is their thing. Well, and so. who knows,
2: maybe another location not far in another affluent neighborhood. could have been do- totally different, maybe, too. Maybe. maybe. I don't know. I don't know.
0: I can't say. From what I've experienced, they're fine with giving money to charities, but they don't want to see it in their neighborhood. Okay. Um, we were told that they're. we were lowering their property value just by being there so pretty much um we lost our funding so you you can speculate how that might have happened since (laughs) they didn't want us there um we lost our funding and uh then we we were looking for another brewery space anyway and so we found we found brew on broadway for sale and happens to be five minutes from my house and
2: couldn't (laughs) believe it yeah
0: and the fact that um the gentleman that owned the building was willing to sell to us that was a that was a huge win because you really don't have control over your future if you're leasing i mean landlords can be such nightmares
2: well and there's Um, so many breweries right now that we're hearing about that are struggling and and not just for the covid times that you know obviously that's another challenge in and of itself but there were a lot of breweries even before the pandemic hit mm-hmm. that we're struggling because as Denver's um, real estate yeah. climate was going up 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 so were their leases and they Horrible. now they could yeah. no longer afford to stay in their space and they and a lot of times the breweries were what brought that lease up.
0: Exactly. You know, they're yeah, they're so kind of pricing
2: when you're when you're leasing, you're almost pricing yourself out of your own place. Yeah, in a way. You
0: did not move a brewery either, so it's not like you no. can just up and move. I mean, just and you're just in a great area
2: that is really working hard to expand, um, like foot traffic and getting people out and experiencing this neighborhood and shopping in this neighborhood. Oh, and we're Going out to dinner. Yeah. And,
0: yeah, it's great. We have a restaurant next door, uh, Zomo. They have Asian Fusion. They're family-owned, and they own their building. Um, and
2: you guys kind of share an outdoor space now with everything going on, so yep. that's, that's handy. Yeah, <laughs>
0: and then, you know, they benefit as well because we have live music all the time. We're mm-hmm. kind of the party place, so. Yeah, um, yeah it's, it's I really love this neighborhood. There's no chains. Um, it's all mom-and-pop shops, and everybody's working hard and supporting each other.
2: That's pretty cool. So I know that right now there is no pizza ability, but I don't think that's a forever thing, right?
0: <laughs> it didn't sound like We've been doing construction. Um, you know, there's a bunch of red tape with anything that you do, and you have to jump through all the hoops. And, you know, it's right now, because the building is 100 years old, um, we have a team of engineers, so you have to look at the electrical impact of it and the water flow rates and just all the factors and so we have to exchange some of the old equipment for different equipment that'll work better um you know so I'm getting a new pizza oven we're ventilating it straight through the roof versus doing a hood um so there'll be a few changes but my staff they're already um obviously they've Done the pizza thing for a yeah. year, so they're trained and ready, and um, it'll be nice to be in just one spot. <laughs> so it's it's currently sitting at the health department for review, and um, okay. uh, fingers which crossed they're nice to us. To so level, uh, yeah, I mean they're dealing with COVID, so I'm pretty yeah. sure they're backed up. Um, yeah, <laughs> they like one to two months, so we're we're getting there.
2: Okay, so everything going as you hope to? What do you hope to see, brewability? achieve in the end
0: well this week i actually submitted a plan to the city um they're doing this whole revitalization plan and so i emailed the mayor and um city manager um i'm really encouraging the entire city of inglewood to um accept universe universal design it means that you're considering absolutely everyone when you're designing something
2: okay.
0: so um even just looking at the sidewalks, for example, like so, if someone that's blind, what would they need? Someone that's deaf? Someone that is using a power wheelchair? Um, so just being really mindful um, for anybody, and then that that benefits even families or people with a lot carrying a lot of bags, or you know, a mother with a stroller. So um, if you're keeping everyone in mind, um, then, then you're good to go for the future. Yeah, so I think, uh, you know, we don't want to just be the one place where people with disabilities feel like they can go. Mm -hmm. I really want it to open it up to the entire neighborhood. Um, We have Craig Hospital, which is the leading uh, traumatic brain injury hospital in the nation, Mm -hmm. Um, just a stone's throw away. And so, you know, their patients want to come out or their families. Um, I just want everyone to feel really comfortable. And so it's a huge undertaking because I'm asking all, right. all of all of the restaurants. Um, you know, we're looking at brailling everyone's menus and doing the dyslexia oh, wow. font for people that are dyslexic, um, doing large print. And, you know, for anybody out there with their brewery, mm-hmm. those are things you can easily do. You know, just take your menu, your beer menu, to the local chapter. Um Or school for the blind, Mm -hmm. um, and ask them to braille it for you. Just make a small donation, and then you know, because people that are visually impaired don't like to be read to. You know, they want to be as independent as possible.
2: So I think we all want to be. Yeah. You know, I think that's. I mean, that's part of growing up and becoming an adult. Is you want to be independent.
0: Right, but could you imagine just going somewhere and not knowing and feeling really uncomfortable? You know, then then why would you go out? And, and if you're not sure what to do, then call somebody and say, hey, come in. And call
2: Tiffany at Brewability. <laughs>
0: okay, well, I might be a little busy, but you, <laughs> can, you can contact me. Um,
2: she so get back to you.
0: <laughs> but, you know, you can call your
2: local chapters for
0: the deaf and say, hey, what can I do mm-hmm. um, to make my space better? Um, you know, and just getting them in there, you know, have somebody in a power wheelchair comp them a couple beers. Say, hey, look. I, I want to know what I can do. Hmm. Um, we first thing we did when we got in here is we cut part of the bar, dropped it down um, so that it's an accessible bar,
2: hmm.
0: you know, so that they're included so they don't have to sit at a table.
2: Right. You know, it's
0: it's just very simple things that, that anybody could do.
2: Right. We just don't think about it.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so if you don't know, just part, ask somebody. Right. But make sure you comp them some beers, you
2: know? (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So, as long as you've been around in business here and stuff, I'm sure you've had some moments where different people come in who, I I think you were even telling me earlier before we started the podcast, was like you've had people come in that didn't have any idea what you guys were about. And they may have had people in their lives who could really benefit from something like this or, or just it impacts them because they have somebody in their life. Who is a of a certain ability or the other?
0: Yeah, we like had a, we had a mother yesterday. She happens to have two kids with autism, but had no clue what we did. Yeah, um, she's just you know, she lives 15 minutes away, um, and she just pretty much dropped her knees and started crying, like because you know her kids could have a job.
2: Something that simple. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Let's end on a funny story. I don't want to leave everybody crying as we. <laughs> um, We're not uh, crying. You're crying. <laughs> <laughs> we just need more beers.
0: <laughs> well, one of one of the best moments, you know, because we really we really do get to know our staff quite well, and we we don't have a lot of time to take them out, but we do try to give them, you know, I try to give them a college experience, right? Because mm-hmm. most of them didn't get the opportunity to go to college so like we throw one hell of a toga party <laughs> <laughs> um, we we throw some really great parties we just had a luau um, I don't know you just get really involved in their lives and with their parents or caregivers um.
2: well and that's Tanner. what you would do with your co-workers yeah. anyway right yeah. or your employees yeah. I mean you would well I
0: don't, I don't know if everybody would do what I'm about to tell
2: you so, <laughs> so,
0: so, Uh so you know their birthdays are always a big deal so we always make Huge deal about everybody's birthdays. Well, um, Tanner um, was kind of joking with Wilbur. He says, Oh, well, you're turning 40, it's a big deal. He's like, Yeah. I was like, Dude, you want to go to the strip club? And he was so excited. <laughs> I'm like, you can't offer something and then not do it. Oh, yeah. So I called ahead. <laughs> <back>. to
2: Shotgun <laughs> Willys,
0: they're amazing. Yeah. Um, called ahead and I said, Hey, I've got a gentleman with autism. Um, he's turning 40, and I want to bring him there. Uh-huh. Um, and they said, oh, well, do you want us to lower the lights and lower the music? Really? And I was like, are you a sensory-friendly strip club? <laughs> I was so wow, that um,
2: could go in a whole lot of directions.
0: But... <laughs> anyway, so, um, you know, we went at, like, a 4 o'clock on a Friday. Great. You know, we made sure it was decent and grabbed a bunch of ones from the bank. And um, I've never seen him smile <laughs> so much in his life he didn't I don't think he stopped smiling for like three months after that. but they were just so friendly and you know we had a great time and the, and the one thing that they said though it was, it was like we've never had someone with a disability come in here really? and it's like that's not okay that yeah. shouldn't be a thing you know and some people that listen to this and say, Judge right away and say, right. "Well, you you shouldn't be taking them there." I'm sorry, he's 40. That's what he wanted well, to do. We're gonna take him, but it's, he's
2: 40; he's an adult but male. But I'm saying this I'm because
0: people think that about the brewery too, right? Like they mm-hmm. they shouldn't be there. Well, well, who's to say that? You yeah. know, they're they're adults, and and so anyway, we just have a really great time. We treat them like adults. They do have to work. We are not <laughs> we are not a pity party over here. Um, they
2: hustle, so. Well, that's good because I think that's what we work all work hard, want. play hard. Work hard, play hard. I love that. Well, with that, I think I'm gonna say cheers to you. Cheers, and cheers to brewability.
1: That was um, interesting. I really learned a lot, and I liked, I love the conversation, Kenny.
2: She was really easy to talk to, because she, I don't know, she's very open about how things work, and she's not a, you know, super politically correct person or anything like that. She just says what she thinks and what she believes, and you know if you don't like it you don't have to like it so (laughs) you know and but it was eye-opening for me too and i mean that's happened a couple of times with our last couple of podcasts i think um you know the black is beautiful initiative that we talked about with the different brewers in our last episode was a pretty i i know for me personally it was a really big thing um just the podcast itself and uh you know, some of the thoughts that go through my head after having that conversation and continuing to have those conversations. But mm-hmm. this one too, you know, I, th- I, I don't remember, I think I said during the interview, um, I think a lot of us think of people with different challenges, different abilities as maybe like more childlike mind, you know, having a more childlike mind. And it's, that's not really the case, you know, maybe there are in some instances, but I think overall, at least the folks that I met at Brewability, they're doing the same stuff that anybody else would do. They're doing the job they have to do. And, you know, they're out there earning a living and trying to be self sufficient. And,
1: well, and that's the goal that she said was to be point, yeah. for the employees to be as independent as they can be at work. And she's treating them as adults because mm-hmm. when they're at work, they're adults. Um, right. And they are adults. Like, the story about this, the, um, taking him to the strip club. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, she, you can just hear it in her voice. It's like she's standing up for these guys and saying that, you know, they're adults.
2: Yeah, he's a 40-year-old man. Yeah. He's not a 40-year-old kid. He's right. a 40-year-old yeah. man. So, you know, if that's what he wants to do for his birthday, who's to say, you know, unless you've just got something in general against strip clubs, which, like, that could be a whole other issue. But to say he can not go, you know who's I, who's I just, who is it for us to judge
1: I, I like the way she's there and she's in in the corner and she's in there she's like she's got their back cheers to community
2: <laughs> cheers to community and uh
1: dude we're getting ready to go mountain biking so i just have to say it cheers to mountain biking and slide and buena vista. cheers we'd love to hear from you so keep the conversation going send us a note share a beer recommendation or two or just say hey oh and remember to subscribe so you don't miss out This stout conversation has been brought to you by livingastoutlife.com, where you can find community and resources for all your craft beer travel and adventure lifestyle needs.